Just a few days ago, the former president had this to say about you. He said, quote, I feel badly for Mike Pence, who is attracting no crowds, enthusiasm or loyalty from people who, as a member of the Trump administration, should be loving him. The VP had power that Mike didn't understand. So you hear there he is still claiming to this day that you had the power to reject electoral votes. And his lawyers are suggesting reasonable people can disagree on whether you had that authority. Well, Dana, President Trump was wrong then and he's wrong now. I had no right to overturn the election. Very clear that under the Constitution of the United States, Article 2, my responsibility as vice president, as president of the Senate, was to preside over a joint session of Congress where the Constitution says the electoral votes shall be opened and shall be counted. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I really do believe that, that people all across this country are, are coming to realize that more every day. Although, as I've told you before, Dana, I, over the last two years, I've been deeply humbled how many Americans have come up to me and expressed their appreciation. I mean, I truly do believe that uh, we kept our oath to the Constitution that day. But the American people deserve to know that President Trump, you know, asked me to put him over my oath to the Constitution. But I kept my oath and I always will. And I'm running for president in part because I think anyone who puts themselves over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. I mean, our Constitution is more important than any one man. Our, our country is more important than any one man's career. Uh, and I'm, I'm running for office because when people look at my record, I hope uh, they understand that we've kept faith not just with the Constitution, but with the broad conservative agenda that's always carried our party to victory and, frankly, always carried America to unbounded security and prosperity. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the former president's lawyers saying that he, quote, ultimately asked only that you pause in counting the electoral ballots. I just want to be clear. Did the former president ask you to pause or did he at any point ask you to overturn the election and keep him as president? Well, you can, you can look at the tweets and public statements the president made all the way up uh, uh, to the night before in the morning of. Look, what, uh, what the president uh, was convinced, it seemed to me in December, was that I had some right to reject or return electoral votes, even though no pre vice president in American history had ever asserted that right. And, and no vice president or any one person should ever have the right to choose the American president. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. Uh, but look, in the, in the days before, the president was talking about us rejecting votes. Uh, then late in the process, uh, his lawyer suggested that we return votes to the states. Uh, but frankly, the day before January 6th, if memory serves, they, they came back, his lawyers did, and said, we want you to reject votes outright. This, this, they were asking me to overturn the election. I had no right to overturn the election. Uh, I know we did our duty that day, and uh, I couldn't be more encouraged, whether it's here in New Hampshire, in Iowa, or all across the country, uh, how many people come up to me and express their appreciation for the stand that we took. You know, I, I hear you talking about this, and um, I know you've also said that you wish that there were no criminal charges that had to be filed as what happened uh, this past week. But do you ever wonder what would have happened if you had come forward with the specifics that you were just talking about just now, the pressure campaign that you got from the then president, from his 
uh, attorneys and, and, and talked about that in the days after January 6th, because now he's really solidified his grip on your party and helped lead the party's view uh, of his unconstitutional actions. A vast majority of Republican voters think he actually won in 2020. Do you wish you said what you're saying today sooner? Well, I, I don't know, Dan. I've been saying this for two years. You know, I, after leaving the White House, moving home to Indiana, I think it was on the 100th day of the Biden administration that I spoke about this issue at an event right here in New Hampshire. And as you know, I've given countless interviews. I wrote an entire book telling our story now more than a year ago. But look, it, I, you know, I, I understand uh, that uh, you know, the news events of this week have caused renewed focus on this issue. And in, in some respects, uh, I welcome it, uh, not because I welcome the indictment. I had hoped it hadn't come to this. I had hoped the questions about the president's conduct on January 6th had been left to the judgment of Republican primary voters and the American people. But now that this has come, I've had, I've had people coming up to me uh, ever since that day and, and uh, in some respects telling me that they didn't know. They didn't know what we went through. They didn't know about the stand. You uh, that we took. Exactly. And, uh, and, and I, I'm so very think, humbled by so that. So do you but think I, if, if you would have said so publicly, you would have, for example, been able to influence uh, your fellow Republicans in the Senate? If, if he was convicted in the impeachment trial, he wouldn't even be able to run for president. Well, I mean, come on. Oh, come, on. come on, Dan. I mean, we lived through uh, the, you know, the, the Russia hoax, uh, the president being impeached for a phone call, the day after January 6th, Nancy Pelosi tried to distort the 25th mm -hmm. Amendment uh, to get us to, to remove the president and then to, to go through a process of impeaching the president of the United States after he left office uh, was so just, you know, one more effort by the Democrats. But look, I, I, wa I want to tell you, I, mm -hmm. I, I trust myself to the judgment of the American people and to the judgment of history. I, I really do believe people see through uh, the agenda of the Democrats, that partisan committee on Capitol Hill that, that I refuse to have anything to do with, uh, spoke for itself. But uh, at, at the end of the day, you know, my one aspiration as I travel here in New Hampshire and everywhere around the country is, is for people to know that the oath that I took in January 2017, I kept every single day. Uh, the indictment says that the former president told uh, you that you're too honest after you said you didn't have the authority to reject electors. Did Donald Trump ever acknowledge to you that he lost the election? I, I don't recall that he ever did. Uh, but, uh, you know, with regard to being called too honest, Dan, I've been called worse. Uh, <laughs> and frankly, today with people here in New Hampshire, I had a lot of people coming up to me expressing their appreciation for it. And I, I want people to know I'm going to be honest with them as a candidate, and I'll be honest with them as president, whether we're talking about the need for fiscal responsibility and reform to tackle the national debt. I'm going to be honest with them about the dangerous world we live in. I'm going to be honest with them about what it's going to take to secure our border and lower energy costs and also stand by our values and liberties. Would so, you be willing uh, to testify? I, I'm, more than happy to, I'm more than happy to wear that label. But honestly, to, to your, I, I don't recall the president ever telling me that. I, mm. I, I and I don't know what was in his heart. I don't know what his intentions were, uh, but I do know what he and his lawyers asked me to do. Uh, and it's what uh, no vice president in American history had ever done before. And frankly, no vice president or any one person in Washington should ever do again. The presidency belongs to the American people. 
and the American people alone. Our founders would have never vested authority in one person to overturn an election. And I stood on that principle. Would you be willing to testify at the president's trial if the special counsel called you to do so? Well, you know, I testified before the grand jury under a subpoena after we got clarification from the court about protections uh, that I have under the Constitution as the president uh, of the Senate. But I, I have no plans to testify. But uh, look, we'll, we'll, always, we'll always comply with the law. But look, I, I, I want to tell you, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what the path of this indictment will be. The president's entitled to a presumption of innocence. He's entitled to make his defense in court. There actually are profound issues around this uh, pertaining to the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and the rest. Uh, I'm confident he and his lawyers will litigate all of those things. But I, what I want the American people to know is that President Trump was wrong then and he's wrong now, that I had no right to overturn the election. I had no right to reject or return votes. And that by God's grace, I did my duty under the Constitution of the United States, and I always will. You have said before, you said again just a few minutes ago, that anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president. If he is the nominee, could you support him? Well, well Dana, you, you, know, you guys like to talk about the polls on CNN a lot. Everybody does. But look, it's awful early here. I mean, we're still about six months away from, uh, from Iowa and then right after that, New Hampshire. And I, I got to tell you, I, I really do believe that there's a, there's a lot of Republicans that know we not only need new leadership in the White House, but we need new leadership in the Republican Party. I mean, we can't endure four more years of the failed and feckless leadership of President Joe Biden and the Democrats in the Senate. We, we've got to turn this thing around. And everywhere I go, more and more people are coming up. More, more people are understanding, I think, the stand that we took that day. So, uh, and even the minority of Republicans that have had a different view of what I did that day uh, have been coming up to me and so expressing does that mean you can rule appreciation out? for which I'm humbled. But I got to tell you, everywhere I go, people are telling me, thank you for talking about the issues we're dealing with uh, and not what the media is talking about any given day of the week. You, you can say right here that you will rule out voting for... Donald Trump again for president? <laughs> Dan, I will tell you, I, I, I don't think we'll have to make that decision. Uh, I'm, what if you I'm do? confident I'll be able to support the Republican nominee, especially if it's me.